What's up, guys? Welcome to the Boom Tequila Podcast with your hosts. I'm Jody and I'm Erin. Join us every Monday for entertainment and relationship-focused topics, music recommendations, and some fun, more personal topics in our Dishfish segment at the end. Hey, guys. So I recently came across this blog where a woman was talking about how sometimes she doesn't want to have sex with her husband, but she does it anyway, just to keep him happy. The comments were all over the place saying things like, as you should, I'm sure you don't want to go to work every day, but you do it anyway. This is the least you could do for someone you love. And there were just as many comments along the lines of, girl, it's your body, your choice. If you don't want to do it, then don't do it. Which, let me be clear, is what I personally agree with. We're allowed to not be in the mood or not feel like doing it. Or what about the chances that your man has most likely done something that makes you not want to have sex with him right now? Which side are you on, Erin? <laughs> this is such a great episode for this very moment. <laughs> What was the question? Sorry. So, I'm so, if, so say, before we started recording. No. say, for example, you are married or in a long-term relationship and your husband or boyfriend wants to have sex, but you just don't feel like it. You're not in the mood. Do you think that you should do it anyway, even if you don't want to? No, I don't. I don't. I agree. With that. I, agree. I think that that is, we're going to talk more about that or is that? Or no. So basically today we're going to talk about, um, yeah, kind, kind of along the lines of whether, not so much whether you should, like what's right or wrong or whatever, but it, more along the lines of normalizing, just not wanting to have sex. Okay. Yeah, no, I definitely am on the side of if you don't want to, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do anything that you don't want to do. And I think it's an idea that's rooted in religion. Honestly, I think that a lot of women in religious spaces are brought up to believe that like sex is something they should do for their husband, that it's a wifely duty. There's all types of different language and rhetoric around this topic that makes women feel like it is some sort of wifely obligation. And that if they don't do it, even if they don't want to, they're not a good wife or partner when in reality, both people should want to do it. And personally, like I wouldn't want to have sex with somebody that didn't want to have sex with me. and was like, well, I guess if I gotta, like it's some obligation, like that's right? embarrassing. I would be like, exactly. honestly, no actually yeah and it's you don't owe someone your body you don't owe someone sex like just because oh your husband provides for you okay cool clean the house forever or something your body is a completely different thing it's your husband or your boyfriend doesn't own it doesn't own you word yeah all right let's start off this topic as if you're in a long-term relationship. Most people can probably attest to the fact that a lot of times things will start off super hot and heavy, but no matter how great things are in the beginning, it usually slows down after time. More often than not, this happens in the form of desire discrepancy, where one partner wants to do it, but the other one doesn't. There's countless reasons that you or your partner have less desire for sex, Something could be going on hormonally, medically, or mentally, or even a combination of things. Whatever the reason may be, always remember that you are not alone. And this happens to most of us at one time or another. Unresolved conflicts, stress, and kids can take a serious toll on your sex drive. But none of these mean that you should just give up completely. It is worth it if you take the time to work on it. And a satisfying sex life is definitely worth it. Most of the time, the causes of your sexual appetite curbing 
is fixable as long as you're willing to work on it. Maybe see a doctor or it could be that you just need some communicating with your partner. Although there's plenty of reasons that you aren't wanting to have sex anymore, let's go over a few of the more common ones. You want to start us off? Okay. So the first one could possibly be birth control. There are so many different types of birth control, all of which have had uh, can have different effects on your hormones and your body. These might cause a downshift in your sex drive. Birth control pills contain hormones, and the reaction can vary from person to person depending on your body chemistry. The great thing about this is if you are feeling these changes, you can always talk to your doctor about different options that you can try. It's also common to experience a low sex drive after stopping birth control because it can take your body several months to adjust to the absence of those hormones that are in the birth control. And isn't this one that is just like, I saw a video recently about this today and it was about women's birth control. And they were, it was talking about how, you know, men would take birth control if it was like safe and there were, you know, no side effects and all this kind of stuff. And women were like, yeah, we would love that too. Like we would love right? for it to also be safe with no side effects. And, and the reality is that birth control can be dangerous. Like if you're over 35 and you smoke, there's like some serious risks. Like birth control increases your risks for a lot of things. Birth control can affect your mood and your hormones and your sex drive. So it's like, it's like, okay, yeah, I want to start birth control. So great. I won't get pregnant and I can have all the sex I want, but I might gain a bunch of weight, become depressed and not ever want to have sex again. <laughs> right. Or just the fact that like you start birth control, say you're having sex, you don't want to get pregnant. So you start the birth control, but then now you don't want to have sex because of the right? effect that it's having on you and your hormones. Like, Right. Well, and that scenario that I gave is like extreme and the majority of women don't experience those symptoms, but there, the reality is there are side effects to birth control and birth control does increase your risk for a lot of other conditions. Um, especially if you have any other like diagnoses or comorbidities or whatever. And it's just, yeah, stressful. In fact, I saw something that said that they had been working on a birth control pill for men, but the men complained about the side effects. And so they never, it never went to market, but the side effects from that were significantly less than any of the side effects from women. I also am a big advocate of like men just getting vasectomies if they don't want to Right. be fathers. Um, vasectomies are reversible. Mm -hmm. They're a pretty quick, non-invasive procedure. Uh, they're accessible in most areas. Not all hospitals do them. When you're feeling super stressed out, your body produces cortisol, which actually suppresses libido. Have you ever felt overwhelmed by working on your career, trying to be a good mom and partner and balancing your personal life? How could you not feel stressed while dealing with all of that? If you find yourself unable to get out of your head and relax before having sex, try talking with your partner and tell them what you need from them. Find a way to set the mood and relax yourself. Whatever you can do to channel positive, relaxed energy. Very true. In fact, I think this is true, especially for women that they say a lot of like your foreplay can even happen like before you get into the bedroom when it comes to how things are going in the relationship and how your stress levels are. And I think that's not that it's totally the same, but when women are doing all of the housework and all the emotional labor, like they're going to be at a higher stress and you can't just like turn that off even with some decent foreplay. And so managing your stress levels and being content and not to 
worn down or like drained before you start, I think is important. Absolutely. All right. Everyone gets tired of the same thing over and over. Well, maybe not everyone, but most people. (laughs) And this is definitely something that can happen in the bedroom with romantic relationships. Fortunately, this is completely normal. It's typical. And instead of looking at your sex life with your partner as the same old usual things every time, try to remind yourself that your relationship is something special and only you and your partner share it. And it doesn't hurt to spice things up. You could try some new positions or get a hotel for a couple of nights together. Anything that can make sex feel new again for you. And if these things don't help, it's not a bad idea to look into couples therapy. There's also sex therapy that could be an option if your only issues are in the bedroom. But yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff that you can do to keep things exciting. Like you can take turns planning different things. You can plan date nights. You can try different toys. You can like there's. There's a lot of different ways that you can spice things up and make it different that are subtle. Like there's so much out there. Oh yeah. Like you could explore different kinks. Like there's literally so much out there that you couldn't just run out of things to try. Or like those get to know you games. Like even if you've been with someone for 20 years, you might learn something new about them. And like, sometimes it's hard to talk about, like if, especially if you've been doing the same thing for years. And you kind of want to try something different. It might be embarrassing or hard to bring it up. So. Absolutely. I 100%. Everyone is different and we all have different ways of making up after a fight. Some people use sex to feel better and in their mind, make things better with their partner while others aren't interested at all in sex after a fight. I actually wrote a long thing here about how to make up after a fight with a bunch of bullshit about communicating and listening to your partner's needs and providing a safe space. But we're talking about reasons you might not want to have sex. And if your partner just pissed you off, then chances are you don't want to fuck right after that when you're still mad. (laughs) Or maybe you do. Some people are into like angry sex. Yeah. It's not, I don't think I could, if I'm like really mad at someone, I don't. No, I'm not going, I can't. But I, I, you're right. There are some people that like. There are people that will like start fights just to like have. Right. Angry sex. Yeah. And good for you. Like everybody's different, but. Yeah. (laughs) Another common reason could be that you just don't have time, which can be tricky. And in this scenario, I think it can be a really good idea to actually schedule sex. That sounds so, you know, boring, but scheduling time and making it a priority can actually be a really good thing. Like both of you are going to be ready. Also, some people need to uh, prepare, but then there are also people that might need to feel like it's more spontaneous and you're in the mood. It can be hard for some to just decide at certain times that you're just like ready. Like, so for some people scheduling, it can be really hard, uh, but it doesn't have to be any less fun. It can be something that like you think about throughout the day that you look forward to and enjoy the anticipation of, um, scheduling stuff doesn't have to be boring, especially if you're looking at like spicing things up and scheduling, you could take turns, like planning different things for each other or, um, yeah, all kinds of stuff. So, um, and also just taking more time because yeah, there is an element that like, you can't just turn it on and be like, well, it's 3 PM. This is our time spot. We got to (laughs) go, but you might be able to like, okay, you know, it's the time. And like, maybe you take more, you know, you kind of get comfortable and talk and like, spend more time in foreplay or whatever is needed and just figuring that out. But 
yeah, I'd much rather have scheduled sex than just like not at all. No, absolutely. I feel like I used to be one of those people. It's like, I don't want to plan it. I don't. And then I have a child and that's just life. That's just how you have to do it. And you learn to like deal with it and learn that the anticipation can be exciting and give you something to think about throughout the day and be excited about. And like, so I, I think it's a good thing. I think it's great. Absolutely. I have, I think planned can be, I I don't think there's anything wrong with planning it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. People have so many different views and opinions about sexuality, especially with how we're brought up. Feelings of shame or guilt or even just feeling embarrassed about sex can make it so you don't want to do it at all. A lot of times we grow up with our parents trying to scare us into waiting for marriage or if you have sex, you'll get pregnant or get an STD. And it just makes it into this shameful thing that can easily lead to low interest in sex as an adult and can foster a lack of physical vulnerability and openness in the bedroom. Oh, that kind of goes along with what you were saying with like the purity culture stuff. Yeah, definitely. So I, I know so many women who grew up in church and around purity culture, which purity culture was prominent. I know we've talked about this before, even if you didn't grow up in religious spaces. Um, and absolutely, like when you grow up with those ideals, especially for women about what sex is supposed to look like or not look like, or, you know, hearing that like sex is a bad thing, like, yeah, it can just make it all the more uncomfortable to talk about. Um, it can lead to feeling embarrassed, to feeling insecure, to feeling shame. And all of those create barriers from having good sex and being able to communicate about sex that you have to work through, which sucks, but is worth it to do. So, Absolutely. Um, and kind of leads us to our next point, orgasming. Uh, we all want to have an orgasm, but the sad fact is many women are not having their needs met in a way that results in climax. If this is something that keeps happening, the chances are you will be less and less interested in having sex. Hopefully you have a partner that actually cares about you and wants you to enjoy sex. So if this is the case, listen to previous episodes that we have about how to communicate with your partner and just how to increase your chances of climax because we have several episodes that kind of touch on those. But yeah, pick partners who care about you in the bedroom and your experience in the bedroom. And, and yeah, as far as like, I I think that is one of the biggest reasons when women don't want to have sex uh, with a partner, if it is not relational time and labor stresses and things like that, that just make them genuinely too exhausted to want to do it. um, I think the other one is when sex is not pleasurable, there's not a lot of motivation to do it. Like it's easy to it's easy to not have sex if sex is not something you're getting much out of. Like if sex is just something you're doing for the other person, that sucks. Like if you're up all day taking care of the kids and taking care of your husband and all this, and then you go to bed and you're still taking care of him and getting nothing out of it. Like what is the point? Yeah. Yeah. Thumbs down. Yeah. There are countless things that affect our sex drives. It's safe to say that pretty much all long-term relationships will find themselves in a situation where one of you wants to have sex more than the other. And about a third of couples in long-term relationships struggle with this for a long period of time. That being said, it's completely unrealistic to expect two people who have been together for a long period of time to both be in the mood for sex at the same time all the time. So... 
say you want to take a break from sex, but you're in a long-term relationship. The first thing that you want to do is talk to your partner. Be open and honest about how you're feeling. This desire discrepancy is not a you versus your partner problem. And so you want to be clear that you're both on the same team. And yeah, yeah, that, that would be hard though. Like if your partner's like, honestly, I just want to take a break. Like I want to be abstinent, but I want to stay mm-hmm. in the relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, we all go through things, you know? Yeah. Remember that there are other ways to be intimate and find deeper connection and that you should always remember to be supportive of your partner throughout this journey. Be patient with yourself and do the work that you need to do, whether it be talking to your doctor or a therapist or even just taking a breather and some space. I know we do talk a lot on this podcast about sex and how to make it better, but I do want to just touch on how there are people out there who just don't want to have sex and that's okay too. It's nothing that you should be ashamed of. And there are tons of happy couples in sexless relationships. There is nothing wrong with you. Oh no, that's very true. That's absolutely true. Um, I think that sexuality is something that can be fluid in the sense of like, yeah, you may have periods where you want it a lot and don't want it at all. And then I have had um, also friends who are asexual meaning that they're really not interested in sex, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they don't want a romantic partner. It may, or it may not, but like, no, there's nothing wrong with not wanting, with not wanting sex too. Yeah. So that is all we've got for the, uh, no sex segment, I guess. So now it's time for Joe jam. So what are you listening to this week, Erin? So this is a new song that just recently came out by, Jesse Murph featuring Jelly Roll and it's called Wild Ones. I love this song. You played this for me, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I love it. It's so it's such a good song. Mine this week, I'm taking it back to like the 90s. I don't know why I've been listening to this song, but it's Ice Cube and the song is You Know How We Do It. Nice. Yeah. And now it's time to dish fish. You better dish fish. Yeah. So this week for Dish Bish, we just have a few random ass questions. Are you ready? I think so. Okay. The first question is, what's the last screenshot you took? So I took a screenshot of a hotel that I was looking at because I am taking my brother somewhere this weekend and I had asked Jody if she'd ever been there. (laughs) What about you? You know what? That's a good question. Let me look albums screenshots oh the last screenshot i took was of um we just had our third anniversary party and someone i don't know if it was you but someone had posted a picture of some of our friends at it and i took a screenshot of that so i could save it i love it yeah all right who we might have asked this before but i thought it was funny who is your most embarrassing celeb crush oh i don't have a lot of celeb crushes like of all time, like even when you were younger. Um, probably Justin Timberlake. Yeah. I think he's embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Especially now with and, all the stuff like coming out about ooh, him. Yeah, yeah, with the Britney stuff. But I wasn't even thinking about that even before that. I feel like it was embarrassing because I remember when I was I don't know how old I was. I was I wanna say like middle school or fifth like fifth grade or middle schoolish. But I remember on his 18th birthday, I put like signs all over my bedroom. It was like, happy 18th birthday, Justin. And I made him in baby blue because that was like supposedly his favorite color. (laughs) That's embarrassing. That's fucking embarrassing. 
And then not only that, but I feel like he's just a douche. Like now he just gives douche vibes. And yeah. so it's just embarrassing. What about you? Um, mine was Nick Carter. I thought you were going to say Aaron Carter. I don't think I really crushed on him because he, I feel like he was younger. Oh, okay. He's younger than us. I don't know. But Nick Carter, I had a, a gigantic, ridiculous crush on him. Yeah. He's for sure embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had a sex injury? Ooh, a sex injury. What do you mean? Like a bruise or just like? I don't know. <laughs> just take it however. however um, wanna... If bruises count, I would say, yeah. yeah. But not like anything major. Not like something that sent me to the hospital. Like a little rumble and tumble. here. Yeah. And there. Like you a little... casual, you know, run of them standard. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> shut up what about you um literally same like nothing too crazy like, I'm not trying to get injured yeah but you know have you ever called a boyfriend the wrong name no have you yes really but like so I on purpose no not on purpose but like I you know like I would go from one really long relationship to another with like barely any time single so when you're with someone for like years and then you're with someone else like it's easy to do that so yeah I did I did it once or twice they don't they don't like that they don't appreciate that <laughs> no I can't imagine I've had I have heard well no I don't need to share that <laughs> okay all right um last question are you ready for this I think so if you had to hook up with either one of the guys from Jersey Shore or Danny DeVito, who would you pick? Are you kidding me? No, I'm dead serious. You wouldn't want to hook up with... You think that the Jersey Shore guys are on the same level as Danny DeVito? <laughs> so you pick Danny DeVito? No. I'm just not. saying like that seems like such a interesting... But you have to pick like one of the any yeah, of the no. guys. Vinny could get it. Vinny, yeah, he could. Yeah. He I could. feel like he's the most he's probably like the worst one too. Like in real life, like he's probably like a player. I've heard he's like a so huge hard. asshole. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they all are, honestly. Actually, I feel like of all of them, Mike, the situation Mike. who was yeah. the worst one on the show. I feel like now he might actually be doing the best because he's gotten sober. Yeah, he's like married, like he went, he went fucking through it. But I think he seems like he's got it together now. Like he's married, That's he's true. babies. He seems like he's staying clean. I think he's doing good. Yeah, uh, he seems like he's doing good. No, I just wanted to put them all together and talk about Danny DeVito because of if you listened to our <laughs> our previous episode about sex dreams, someone had a sex dream about Danny DeVito and the guys from Jersey Shore. So it just that's amazing. Oh, that's where the connection is. Okay. No, no, no. Yes. I get it. I, I do remember that. You know which one I'd never have sex with though? Like, because the worst, the worst one on the Jersey Shore was Ronnie. Fucking Ronnie. Yeah. Ronnie and Sam. Like they were just like all the thumbs down. But if you had to fuck Ronnie or Danny DeVito, <laughs> which one would you do? Specifically Ronnie or Danny DeVito? Because the other Thank ones you. are all like kind of fuckable in like a Honestly, I think my least favorite is Polly D. Really? Yeah. I think he's actually really cool, though. No, I just that hair though. It's gonna the hair is weird. Also, <laughs> like 
I saw this interview from that girl that he dated, that Aubrey or Audrey, Aubrey, Ooh, I think. Right. and I think that her daddy. She did an interview on College Aubrey daddy. O'Day. Yeah. Oh, Aubrey O'Day. Didn't she talk about how he was like really controlling and like cheated on her all the time and like I don't I know. About that. They probably are all awful and cheating all the time, but like. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But not as bad as Ronnie. Yeah, I don't know, but Vinny. Can so- Vinny's yeah for sure because he's like a little more chill he's less he's the least amount of hair gel um he's the like he's funny you know yeah he has like the bromance with Polly D that's that's true I do love their their little love affair thing that they have yeah it's very sweet but but Ronnie or Danny DeVito Ronnie really I I know I don't hate him I don't know why I do. I'm fucking Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm calling this episode. I'm fucking Danny DeVito. <laughs> what? Oh my god. All right. That's all we've got this week. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, I hope that if you want to have sex, you're having sex. And if you don't want to, then don't do it, bitch. Please give us five-star review. Give us good comments. Follow us on Instagram. Follow our TikTok join our facebook group all the things and we'll see you next monday bye bye